1: You are now locked in the conspiracy asylum. Your straight jacket and padded cell awaits. Your straight jacket. Your straight jacket.
0: Conspiracy Asylum this is DJ Schwartz once again and once again we're doing a duo episode and I've got Kitty Kim with me.
2: Hi guys I'm still here.
0: She's still here this is a second epiph at this <laughs> second epiph which actually came from a video game I used to play but inside joke kind of but this episode is going to be on Kanika Jenkins and it's a very interesting case and this is actually a Patreon listener episode suggested by Kathy Van. Yeah,
2: thanks, Kathy, for the idea. I actually really like this episode.
0: Me too. I was uh, stuck in a goddamn rabbit hole for the last couple of days.
2: Yeah, and I've just watched a little bit of stuff from YouTube for the last maybe hour or two, and it's really got me back and forth on how I really feel about this.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a highly debated case on uh, whether it was an accident that she died or if she was murdered or there's a, there's a couple of uh, conspiracy theories out there exactly way, what happened.
2: Either way, Kanika clearly knew how to party.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's and one also thing that we know. also rest in peace to her because yeah. she uh she no matter what it was, she went through a horrible death. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But before we get started here, before we get the ball rolling, remember if you need help, get help. We love you, co conspirators. So if you're feeling down and out, not feeling the greatest, you know, there's always the Suicide Lifeline. 1 800 273 8255. 1 800 273 8255. If you need help, please, please get help. Also, you can go to the conspiracyasylum.com and we've got a link on the sidebar where it'll bring you to the Suicide Lifeline, and you can click around there, even if you're not feeling depressed. I would suggest going there. I've actually gone to the page before just to check out exactly what it was, exactly how everything works, and there's a live chat there. There is lists of doctors and physicians. Go check it out. And while you're on theconspiracyasylum.com, go ahead and just click around. See what you like. We got our Facebooks and Twitters and the Instagrams and the Patreons on there. And Patreon is $1, $10. You get two bonus episodes every month, plus ad-free versions of episodes like the one you're listening to now and sometimes early releases. And like I said in the previous episode that I did my solo episode That uh, Princess Diana ended up coming out like four days early for Patreon. so
2: They're probably tired of us by now.
0: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get this episode going for Kathy Van. I am so grateful that she showed me this. Like I've been telling Kim the last couple of days, it's been like a fucking rabbit hole for me. Looking through everything, looking at her autopsy report. I was in a YouTube hole for a while.
2: I was stuck in there with him. Yep.
0: I had, I was hogging the TV in the living room looking at freaking... Uh, porn. No, I'm kidding. Yes, porn. <laughs> Lots of porn. No. Only masturbate to dead women. Gross. I'm kidding.
2: Gross. <laughs>
0: or am I? But... I really
2: hope you are.
0: <laughs> no one will ever know. We'll
2: find out. <laughs> like the fucking fbi i fucking know
0: everything (laughs) all right but yeah it's a very sad story but it's a very interesting one too just from the behavior of her and her friends and there's a live video a facebook live video out there and i've got that kind of queued up here that we're gonna actually listen to the little spot in the video that sounds like she might be yelling, help me. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot of little things here. But just to give you a quick rundown exactly what happened... On September 8th at about eleven thirty PM, Kanika had left her mother's home and she told her mother that she was actually going out with friends to do something else. She didn't say she was going to a hotel party, that's for sure.
2: Do we know how old she is? She's nineteen. She's nineteen.
0: Yeah, she's nineteen years old. Her mother said, okay, go ahead, and she's nineteen, so she's she can go out whenever she wants. And then she arrived at the Crown Plaza Hotel. In Rosemount. Which is a suburb of Chicago. There was a bunch of friends there. Uh, They got really fucked up. They got really fucked up. And you can see on the surveillance footage. All over the hotel. Which you can find on YouTube everywhere. That she was stumbling. Running into walls. And stuff like that. And then she actually went missing. Her friends had called her mom. Her mom had called the police. But the police said... She's 19 years old. Unless she's missing for a certain amount of time, you can't really file a missing persons report. And then by September 10th, so this is like more like a day and a half later because she went missing, well, she left her mom's house on the 8th at 11.30 p.m. And they ended up finding her body on September 10th at 12.23 a.m., so barely into September 10th. A hotel worker had found her body. About 20 minutes later, she was pronounced dead. So she was found in the hotel freezer. The freezer door was shut. The autopsy officially says that she died of hypothermia. And you would think, okay, case closed. You know, that's it's done. What Officially, with the Rosemont Police Department, it is done. The case is closed. She. It was an accidental death. There's plenty of things that say that things didn't go down exactly how the police thought things went down. And there's plenty of theories out there. The driving force behind all the conspiracy theories, there is a camera in front of the freezer in the kitchen where they would have been able to see her actually walk into the freezer. But apparently that camera was broken.
2: Yeah, go figure.
0: The one camera that would have shown exactly where she would have went, because there was other cameras that followed her throughout the whole hotel, but in front of that freezer was the only one that was broken that she went by.
2: I feel like if there's other cameras in the basement where the freezer was, you could see who else may have been down there around the same time that she kind of went missing.
0: Right, and looking at all the footage from the hotel, you don't really see anybody else down there. That's what's fucked up. They're saying that maybe somebody pulled her into the freezer.
2: Like dragged her into the freezer.
0: Right. Somebody might have told her to meet them there. Meet them down in the kitchen there in a certain area. And they knew that camera wasn't working. There's several theories. But we're going to kind of go over a timeline of the events that night. And then we're going to talk about her autopsy report and the toxicology report. And we'll talk about what she may have been on, the type of medication she might have been on, and some of the conspiracy theories that surround this entire case. Because that's the actual meat and potatoes of this case that I believe at least. There's basically three main ones they stretch it out into like five in some articles, but really there's three main conspiracy theories. So, since we're doing a timeline, you want to do it, babe?
2: I suppose I'm timeline. Timeline, lady. lady. Ooga. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay.
0: Our kids. Ooga.
2: Kids are trying to sleep, babe. Are you done? Geez. Now that you've woken up the whole fucking neighborhood.
0: Timeline lady. Yeah. Worka, worka. Boom, boom, tch. the timeline lady. Timeline lady. Okay, go ahead.
2: <laughs> Are you sure you're done now? I don't think you're done yet. So I'm going to just wait.
0: <laughs> timeline lady, Go. <laughs>
2: tell me what to do
0: I'm telling you what to do don't tell me what to do Timeline, lady will you stop
2: <laughs> jesus i'll let you kill the whole minute <laughs> all right september 8th at 11 30 p.m kanika jenkins leaves her west side home in her mother's car with friends so she's got, west side she's got mom's car today yep at first, they plan to go to a movie, but instead decide to head to the Crown Plaza Chicago O'Hare Hotel and Conference Center in Rosemont to attend another friend's birthday party. On the way to the hotel, they stop and pick up a Bluetooth speaker, a bottle of Hennessy Konak,
0: yeah,
2: uh, some energy drinks, and some marijuana. The friends later told police.
0: Gotta have that Chiba.
2: September 9th at 1:13 a.m. Jenkins sends a text message to her sister, according to police reports. The family says that that's the last time they hear from her directly. It's still September 9th. This is a one thirty-six. A Facebook Live video appears to show the party in a ninth floor hotel room. Mm-hmm. The video, now viewed by millions, features a woman in mirrored sunglasses talking to the camera. Reflected in her glasses as the other side of the hotel room where Jenkins appears to be sitting. At 2.17 a.m., Jenkins posts a Snapchat video that appears to show her in her hotel room, according to what her sister told the police. Friends say that there were about 30 people at the party, and Jenkins spent the time talking with friends, drinking, and dancing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's mostly what everybody that's well, I mean, ever been interviewed they're says. they're like
2: teenagers. They're like barely legal. So Right.
0: Well, I'm assuming that there's some people that aren't teenagers there because they had to get the alcohol somehow.
2: Right. Uh, 3 a.m. As friends prepare to leave the party, Jenkins realizes she's missing some of her belongings, including her phone. She stands in the hallway by the ninth floor elevator while her friends go back to the room to look for her belongings, according to the police report. Why wouldn't they just send her? Uh, uh friends said it took about 10 to 15 minutes When they returned to the hallway, Jenkins was gone Watch your freaking babysit your yeah, drunk friend
0: That's one of the biggest things too That people point to
2: Babysit your drunk friend, come yep. on now September 9th at 325 to 332. So there's like a good chunk of seven minutes here. Surveillance video, which wouldn't be seen until hours later, shows Jenkins staggering around the hotel by herself. And we actually watched that.
0: Yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty sad just because she is really fucked up.
2: Yeah, she's like using the wall to hold herself up to walk down the hall and you can tell that she's clearly inebriated at this point.
0: Like in my opinion, because I mean, I have been way fucked up plenty of times on just random shit that she doesn't look like she's drunk. Yeah. She, she looks like she's high on something else.
2: Mm-hmm. She was bumping into walls and stair railings. She lurches through an empty kitchen, disappears around the corner and is never seen alive again. Investigators later learn the door to the freezer which Jenkins was found actually is a freezer within a walk-in cooler. It shuts automatically, but from the inside. The door latch can be activated by pushing a white circular handle.
0: Yep, and we'll talk about that here in a minute.
2: By 4 a.m., Jenkins' friends call her mother to ask if she's arrived home and let her know Jenkins cannot be found at the hotel. 5 a.m., Jenkins' friends return to her mother's home with her mother's car, according to the police report. Friends tell the family that they lost Jenkins at the hotel and left after searching for her. About 7.15 a.m., this is still September 9th, Jenkins' mother, Teresa Martin, calls Rosemount police from the parking lot. By now, she and other relatives and friends have been at the hotel for at least an hour seeking answers about Jenkins'. During the call, the dispatcher suggests to Martin that she wait a couple of hours, go home, and relax to see if her daughter shows up and advises her to come back to the police if there's no sign of her. Martin expresses concerns that her daughter has been drinking. She also asks why her daughter would leave her cell phone behind if she's okay, which is a good point.
0: Yeah, but still, even looking at it from the police's point of view, I can see why. Right. They said what they said.
2: So now it's one sixteen in the afternoon. Police enter Jenkins into the law enforcement agency's data system, or leads, as a missing person and begin searching the hotel. At 8.29 p.m., officers dispatch to the hotel after an employee reports that Jenkins' family member is knocking on doors looking for her. After arriving, the police ask to view surveillance videos and are shown the video of Jenkins entering the hotel. Police also ask to check room 926 where the party took place and a nearby stairwell and report nothing suspicious. The hotel staff continues to review surveillance videos. Officers leave the hotel, but tell the family to contact them with any new information.
0: That's not entirely accurate. I'll tell you that right now. Where was it that it said we're shown the video of Jenkins entering the hotel at first The hotel and the police said that they couldn't find any sign of Jenkins being in the hotel whatsoever. Oh, geez. They said that there was no footage of her in there. Now, there was only a small time frame where they knew she was there. There, It would have been pretty easy to check it. And it kind of just looks like lazy police work Mm -hmm. because they looked into it and there was one cop... One security guard, actually, at the hotel that felt bad for uh, Mrs. Martin, Mm -hmm. her mother, Teresa Martin. He felt bad for her because he was like sitting there begging, you know, you need to keep looking for her. She was here. This is where all of her friends said she was. You need to look. And one security officer went back and he started looking and almost right away found Jenkins on the surveillance footage. Which brings up more suspicion with the conspiracy theories because the cops could easily have found that, mm-hmm. but apparently did not.
2: On to September 10th at 2.23 a.m. A hotel worker walks through the empty kitchen, goes to the corner where the freezer is located, just outside the camera's view, and then summons a police officer according to the surveillance video. Jenkins is discovered in the cooler inside the freezer Lying on her side with her face down, one shoe is off. A paramedic finds no cardiac activity and says her body is frozen.
0: Yeah, and like we said, there was another surveillance camera right above the freezer that would have shown her walking in there, but it happened to be not working.
2: Um, Also, September 10th at 1248 a.m., Jenkins is now pronounced dead, Mm -hmm. which, surprise, surprise, they couldn't find a pulse to begin with. Yeah. At least they tried CPR Well,
0: they have to there's a there's a few things there's a procedure you have to go through I suppose and you have to call the, corner, the coroner. Yeah, yeah the coroner has to re- declare them dead. Mm-hmm. They can't be declared dead by anybody else.
2: All right. So, now we're at 1:15 a.m. Police bring Jenkins' mother who is at the hotel with about 20 other of Jenkins' friends and relatives into a conference room to inform her that Jenkins has been found dead. Well, it's hard.
0: That's so, I couldn't fucking imagine. Mm -hmm. I feel beyond all of the fucking shit going on with this case, I feel bad for Teresa Martin, Mm -hmm. more than anything. Of course, Kanika Jenkins went through hell that night, no matter what had happened, but her mother, oh my god, I can't, I I don't know what it would be like to lose a child.
2: I don't want to imagine that. We've got four Exactly. All right. So at 4.52 a.m., Jenkins' covered body is removed from the freezer on a stretcher. She is wheeled into an empty kitchen where the worker places a blanket over her and removes the covering from her head and face. At 5.07 a.m., Jenkins' mother and sister, escorted by officials, enter the kitchen to identify the body. They are taken around the corner outside of the camera frame to view the freezer where Jenkins was found. Nearly a month later, the Cook County Medical Examiner's Office ruled that Jenkins' death was accidental and caused by hypothermia from exposure to cold, with alcohol intoxication and the presence of a prescription drug used for treating migraines and epilepsy.
0: Topiramate.
2: Listed as a significant contributing factors. Mm-hmm. Her family has filed legal papers seeking to stop the hotel owners and operators from destroying any evidence in the case. The filing contends that the hotel staff knew about the party going on in the hotel room and also that padlocks that could have prevented her access to the freezer were present but not in use.
0: I, and That, that part's hard. Uh, this is a family grieving and they're trying to find answers for everything and I can't blame the hotel for not having locks on shit. The, uh, I mean They're
2: in a place where they shouldn't be to begin with.
0: Yeah, they're not children. Yeah, That's the thing. Kanika Jenkins was not a child. And they're treating it almost like a situation where she is a child and she couldn't control her actions. I'm sorry. Being drunk or being high is never an excuse in my mind. If you did something fucked up you, and you did it while you were drunk or you were high, you still did it. You know, if you snuck into a place, you did it while you're drunk or high, you still did it. So there shouldn't have to be padlocks on these places. It should be like, don't go in here. And I'm sure there were signs that said staff only, everything like that. But she decided to go in there. Now, whether or not she actually could read the signs at that point in time, I doubt it. Because of just the way she was walking and how she was acting. I doubt she would have been able to read any of those fucking signs. I know that they they bring up some decent points. The hotel staff should have noticed, at least security should have noticed, her wandering around the hotel. But in all honesty, and I don't want this to be taken the wrong fucking way, but... Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday,
1: I will call upon you to do a service for me.
0: Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com.
1: Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. If
0: she would have been followed by anybody, if anybody would have caught up to her and said, Hey, what are you doing in here? what are you racial profiling me? Why are you following me?
2: You know, I wouldn't automatically assume that.
0: Right. But the thing is, is like, it would be hard for her not to. So, I mean, we would be talking about something completely different if they said, you know, hey, we went over and tried to talk to her. And the first thing I thought was, well, what if she comes out and says, and that's probably why they didn't go and say anything to her. Because they don't want to run the risk of being called a racist, and they don't want to run the risk of being called something that they're not. I mean,
2: mind you, we're in the middle of Chicago. I'm sure that they have some black staff there. Even if they're black.
0: You know, it's still the fact that (laughs) there's black people that say black people are racist against their own kind. And... I'm not saying that it is a race case, but, I mean, that could have been a contributing factor in the fact that nobody came and got her. Now, also, it's a hotel where you can freely walk around. See, if somebody went to check on her while she was walking around and shit, she probably would have said she was fine and walked away. What are you going to do at that point? You know,
2: I work in, like, the hotel industry. I make hotel reservations all day long. We have some seriously tight you know security where we where i work because it's also a casino and they do have uh security guards everywhere on every floor and right at the bottom of the elevators you can't go any lower they stand there all the time to make sure that you aren't going where you're not supposed to be okay and if you are that drunk they will have police escort you off the property
0: see i didn't really think about that until now like how tight the security really would be but like in your in your perspective i can see why it's so tight there cuz it's a casino too
2: yeah but i mean but you're in is, the middle of chicago i feel like that would be it's like it's not a the middle of chicago it's still a security concern
0: you're not you're in a suburb of chicago it's like saying that we're in the middle of minneapolis right now we're not we're in a suburb of minneapolis they did have security guards they had people watching the cameras Now, whether they're going to go and chase down one person is really highly unlikely. Now, the fact that she got down to the kitchen area and then nobody did anything, that makes me think nobody was watching the cameras. Right. I don't think anybody was just watching the cameras and being like, I'm not going to go get her. I'm just going to let her go. Like, no. If they see you in a place like that, especially the kitchen, because then you could get shit contaminated and they already know that she's fucked up because she's wandering around fucking all stumbly and shit. Mm-hmm. They're going to go down there. So I'm thinking nobody was watching the cameras.
2: They dropped the ball when it came to security.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of things that they fucking dropped See, you know, the ball. You know, even if on. like the
2: front desk person would have caught her and been like, "Hey dude, are you okay?" you know, I feel like that could have been preventing her death at this point.
0: Right. No, I completely agree with you there. Like if if somebody would have just said one thing, we probably wouldn't be talking about this case right now. It would have been or if it's got anything to do with the conspiracy theories that we're going to put forth in this episode, then it wouldn't have mattered whatsoever. Because then I mean, some of the conspiracy theories include the hotel. They include the hotel, they include the law enforcement agencies, they include everybody. But we're going to look at the autopsy report and see exactly what they found post-mortem. Now, when they start out with the external examination, I don't know if you've looked at an autopsy report before.
2: No, I haven't.
0: With an autopsy report, they always start with the external examination. What does it look like right now? As it got wheeled into the morgue, what does this look like? Judging from what it says here, it's all normal shit. Some stuff does have debris on it and that it's dirty. Like the one video that we watched that the woman was obsessed with the dirt. Oh, my God. She yeah. was really trying to prove that there was dirt on her. And it was getting kind of ridiculous. Some of the stuff I could see why she was saying it, but... Other stuff was like, oh, there's a piece of dirt right here on her pants. And there's a piece of dirt on the ground. It's like, yeah, because it's fucking ground. It's dirt on it. Fucking, oh my God. But yeah, everything for the external examination looked pretty normal. They even said examination of the neck reveals no external evidence of injury. So she wasn't choked and didn't have any hickeys? Nope. And there weren't any defense wounds they did do an examination of pel- her genitals. pelvic exam. Yeah. Because they wanted to make sure she wasn't raped. That's the first thing is sad in our society. That's the first thing you think when you see her, like, shoved into a freezer like that. Mm-hmm. Is that she was probably sexually assaulted. They said that the pubic hair is shaved, the external genitalia... Are those of a normal adult female and are free of injury or abnormality? The clitoral hood. Oh, my God. She
2: has a clit piercing.
0: Yep. There wasn't anything out of the ordinary there. Now, when they say that it's free of injury on the neck, they do go into detail right here. This is one thing that I never saw in any of the documentaries. That she did have evidence of injury on her ankle. And her right leg. The Uh first injury was a half-inch by quarter-inch red-purple irregular abrasion on the lateral right ankle. So it was right on like the ball of the right ankle. And there was another half-inch by half-inch ill-defined purple contusion on the posterolateral right leg. So I'm assuming... I don't know what those mean, lateral and posterior lateral. I'm assuming that's probably inside-outside. Probably. That's what I'm assuming. and that So means she fucked up her
2: right leg. Her right point. leg,
0: yeah. But her right leg, she was laying on her left leg.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: it makes you wonder, how did she fuck up her right leg?
2: Maybe that explains why her right shoe was off. Yeah. Maybe she was looking at it.
0: Yeah, her right shoe was off. But I've got a couple of things that are uh, highlighted in here. Uh, mostly because of the toxicology reports that come out of this. And we're going to look into the, the topiramate, I do believe is how you pronounce it. It was found in their bloodstream, it was anti seizure medication. But first, semen samples submitted. A DNA blood stain card is retained. Samples of visceral fluid, central blood, peripheral blood, bile and urine are submitted to the toxicology laboratory for analysis sections of various organs are submitted for microscopic analysis sections of organs are retained and the pathological findings so this is basically saying what she could have died from and what they found out from the blood tests number one is cold exposure she was found in a walk-in freezer
2: Jenevsky lesions on the stomach or in the stomach.
0: Okay. That
2: would be from cold exposure.
0: Okay. Ethanol and topiramate intoxication. Ethanol is peripheral blood, 112 milligrams. Ethanol is visceral humor, which is 157 milligrams. So that's where they got it from, from the humor and the, the visceral humor and the peripheral blood. And the Topier Maid is peripheral blood three thousand nanograms and she was visibly impaired. Like in the videos she was visibly impaired superficial blunt force injuries abrasion of lateral right ankle contusion of poster lateral right leg so they're saying that that was some type of blunt force trauma which isn't uh it doesn't i mean if you're
2: intoxicated you're gonna fall and trip over shit
0: right and the way she was banging against the walls and shit like that it doesn't surprise me that she had something on her other pathological findings
2: Cerebral edema, nonspecific.
0: Yep, and cerebral edema is, I do believe that has to do with your head.
2: Uh, it is fluid, when fluid builds up around the brain, causing an increase in pressure known as intracranial pressure.
0: So I wonder how that happened, if that's a side effect of hypothermia, if it's not a side effect of
2: But it also says that swelling or inflammation is part of the body's natural response to an injury.
0: Okay, but still, that's in the brain. She only hurt her leg.
2: But it says it also can happen anywhere in the body.
0: Okay, okay. But the opinion of the coroner, the opinion of the person that wrote the autopsy, is this 19-year-old black female, Kanika L. Jenkins, died of hypothermia Due to cold exposure in a walk-in freezer, ethanol and topiramate intoxication were sufficient contributing factors in her death. Yeah, that's basically what they think right there. And to really understand the way she felt and what had happened to her, I really had to look into what frame of mind she was in. And I really wanted to look into... Like, the drug that she was on. Because we all know what it's like to be drunk. Mm -hmm. But this anti-seizure medication, I've never heard of before. Topiramate. So, I went on WebMD and actually looked it up. So, the uses for topiramate is used alone or with other medications to prevent and control seizures. Epilepsy. This medication is also used to prevent migraine headaches and decrease how often you get them. Side
2: note, actually, me and Abby were just talking about Tapiramax yesterday in the kitchen.
0: Yep, and that's a brand name, right? and we were
2: talking about how it's good for headaches, and it's also supposed to be like um, an appetite suppressant. Well,
0: don't drink with it.
2: (laughs) I I ain't going on it.
0: (laughs) Topiramate will not treat a migraine headache once it occurs, so if you already have one, it's a preventative measure. If you get a migraine headache, treat it as directed by your doctor. Topiramate is known as an anti-convulsion or anti-epileptic drug. So it's mainly used for that. Uh, side effects, tiredness, drowsiness, dizziness, loss of coordination, tingling of hands and feet, loss of appetite, bad taste in your mouth, diarrhea, and weight loss may occur... Mental problems such as confusion, slowed thinking, trouble concentrating or paying attention, nervousness, memory problems, or speech slash language problems may also occur. I'm almost rather have a seizure.
2: <laughs> so it sounds like this drug itself, without <laughs> oh my alcohol, God. this drug without alcohol itself looks like it could probably fuck a person up if they take right. too much of it.
0: Right. And right here, a small number of people who take anticonvulsion for any condition may experience depression, suicidal thoughts, attempts, or other mental-slash-mood problems. So, yeah, I mean, this this is another example of a drug. We're going to do big pharma eventually because there's a lot of shit just brewing in all the episodes that we've been doing in, in my head, too. It's another example of big pharma and these drugs that the side effects are worse than the actual condition. I mean, unless you're having a lot of seizures a day, it doesn't look like this medication would really help you at all. There's a serious allergic reaction is very rare. And this
2: drug may make you dizzy or drowsy or impair your judgment. Alcohol or marijuana or cannabis, which they did have, can worsen these effects. Do not drive, use machinery or anything that needs alertness until you can do it safely. Also, avoid alcoholic beverages. Boy, she is yeah. completely ignoring the black and white here.
0: Both of those. she Well, actually, they didn't even find yeah. weed in her system. So they found alcohol in her system. As far as I know, they didn't find weed in her system. But, I mean, the alcohol, in my opinion, is going to fuck you up more than the weed will. Anyway, she had that combined with Topiramate. That's always scared me. Even back when I used to be a crazy teenager and I was doing all types of shit, I would not drink and take any pill at the same time. I was afraid to take Advil and fucking drink. Wow. <laughs> because of just the horror stories that I heard, you know? Yeah. Like, I'd never heard anybody dying from Advil and alcohol poisoning, but I mean, it just scared me because of just. If you look at the people that died, Jimi Hendrix, that's how he died. He took sleeping medication and then drank a bunch of wine, and he died.
2: Well, that would definitely put you to sleep. But I don't think he to It put him to permanently sleep to sleep.
0: That long. <laughs> <laughs> he euthanized himself that way. Nice. Rest in peace, Jimmy Hendrix, best guitar player ever, Skilly Wow. Um, Skilly
2: Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, enough about Topera Mate. But before we get into the conspiracy theories, which is kind of the next step here... I want to go over some of the key points in this case that they really contribute to all the conspiracy theories. And these are kind of the inconsistencies that makes me think that it might be murder over an accident. Mm -hmm. So I typed up this piece of paper. For the first time in a while, I've got, got notes. Jesus. I actually got physical note notes. But the first thing is, is that her friends left her alone, which...
2: Like, why wouldn't she go back to go pick up her own damn phone?
0: They went and got Kanika's stuff from the hotel room and left Kanika in the lobby drunk as hell and fucked up on this topiramax shit yeah somebody
2: should have been babysitting her like what kind of friends are those
0: that's what you don't just leave your drunk friend that's kind of gives it credence for the murder thing Mm -hmm. or that she was set up somehow and the camera being broken obviously that's another big red flag for me because all the other cameras were working just fine
2: but yeah, the camera in front of the freezer, which was an important factor, is suddenly missing. It, like, would it doesn't have, work.
0: Yeah, it would have answered all of our questions. 100% of our questions would be answered if that camera worked and that camera was not working. Which... Well,
2: right. And like I was saying earlier, that, you know, basically the other cameras in the basement in the kitchen area should have caught somebody else down there at some given point. Just question yeah. the shit out of those people.
0: Right, and I almost, I'm almost wondering if there's another way down to there, though. Right, I was thinking about that today. Yeah, that if there's some other way down there that doesn't have cameras, because if it was like an employee entrance or something down into the kitchen, there might be a way that doesn't have cameras. Because most of the time, they have cameras there because of customers more than the actual employees. That's one of the biggest ones that people point at. Obviously, there's the live video, which we're going to play you the clip that actually sounds like she's saying help me oh, in really? it. really? It sounds like help me in the background. It's kind of a stretch, but it's something that... It's,
2: yeah. I mean, if you can kind of hear it, I guess it's somewhat feasible.
0: There's a debate over whether it's the beginning of a song or not, because as soon as that is said, the music gets turned up. But you can clearly hear the music get turned up and not turned on. Well, so maybe it was
2: covering something. Exactly.
0: That's kind of what we're thinking. So this is the actual recording of her saying help me.
2: And it's really high-pitched, but it's, it sounds like she's distressed.
0: Right. It's really it's it's haunting. Here we go. Oh, and you hear her do that and then the music gets cranked up immediately Mm -hmm. immediately they turn up the music which is suspect right away for me and a lot of people say that that's the beginning of a song and that's why it happened but it almost looks like the woman on the the camera actually reaches over for something to turn something up when that happens so it almost seems like a cover-up you know that live video is very suspect there's other things in it that i mean it's not as audible but people saying that there was somebody that said in the video it sounded like i know people use freezers and shit too and just like something about murder and like it's a really big stretch But a lot of people have pulled that from that live video. That live video has been scrutinized ever since this happened. And the live video came out just days after. Now, the weird injuries, like we were talking about before, the injuries to the ankle, the right ankle, and the right thigh. It was the inside of the right thigh and the outside of the right ankle. Because I looked up those terms, the lateral and poster lateral. Mm -hmm. Poster lateral is the farthest from the center of the body. It's the farthest away from the center of the body you can be. And then lateral is closer to the center of the body. So it's basically saying which side it's on, and you don't have to say what specific leg by outside just saying. or inside of the yeah, leg. Yeah, so it's, the leg was the postrolateral abrasion, which that one was on the outside of the thigh, and then the inside of the ankle on the right side was fucked up. So, the way I'm thinking of it, I'm like, how the fuck do you do that?
2: Well, and I was just kind of assuming she stumbled over shit because right. she was so badly messed up.
0: Now, that would mean that she had two separate injuries at two separate times, though. So, because there's no way that you fuck yourself up like that.
2: Yeah, but these injuries wouldn't have caused enough damage to kill her. I mean, she no. didn't die from these no. injuries.
0: No, none of these, none of the injuries that they found. She definitely died of hypothermia. Whether or not she was forced into the freezer and kept in there against her will is another story. That's kind of what we're looking at here. The autopsy points towards hypothermia and there's no really question about that. The only question that I have for the hypothermia like I had thought of today actually is most hypothermia cases the victim is going to strip down to nothing. Because the last stage of hypothermia, you get super, super hot. And, I mean, you you said it best earlier that that doesn't happen all the time. Most of the time, yeah. But the fact that she does have clothes on doesn't really say that she didn't have hypothermia. It just says
1: that... The Chambalite. No purchase necessary. BGW reward Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.
2: I mean, she had her shoe off, too. So I'm trying to figure out if she was, like, trying to examine her ankle injury and took off her shoe. Right. Or if that was just part of the, I'm too hot, I need to cool off, let me just put the foot on the floor.
0: Right. And I was going to say, like why wouldn't you take off both of your shoes but again she was really fucked up mm-hmm. you know and you can't really say well why didn't she do this why didn't she do that well and we because still she don't was know really if fucked. somebody
2: just tossed her shoe in with her too like, right yeah
0: in my opinion that's what it kind of looks like it doesn't look like she put it in the corner but i'm not going to give my full opinion until the end here So let's move on to the actual freezer. There's a couple things about the freezer. There's a button on the inside of the freezer that looks like a doorknob. If you look it up, look up Kanika Jenkins' freezer button. It'll show up immediately on the Google Images, and it looks like a doorknob that you turn. Now, if she's really fucked up, she might try to turn it, and she couldn't get out, and she froze to death. You're supposed to push it. It looks like you have to turn it. Now, me being a person, I've worked in fast food back when I was a teenager, and I do remember that about the freezers that they had a button in there that you pushed because mm-hmm. you aren't going to have something you turn on the inside. For one, it's easier to get out. Two, a lot of the times when you're coming in and out of those big fridges or freezers, you your, your hands, hands full. full. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to back up and you're going to hit it with your back or your butt or something, you know. Your elbow. You know, I'm using my butt. All the time, whenever I, I can. I used my
2: elbow. I used to have to go in the freezer and Got to work it
0: out for my boyfriend. Jesus. That BBC. The big British cock. But okay, other than that, <laughs> about the freezer too, uh, some information that I found out today actually when I was going through some articles and shit, that freezer wasn't even supposed to be on. Oh, really? That freezer was being leased out To another company that was in the same building.
2: Oh, weird.
0: Yeah. And it was another restaurant that wasn't up and running yet. It was a restaurant that apparently was attached to the hotel, but they hadn't moved in yet. The freezer had no business being on. That's why it was empty. As you can see, it was empty as shit. Because the hotel wasn't even using it for well, anything.
2: I mean, I guess I could understand why they wouldn't be closely like surveying that for security reasons. Right. If no, If it's not even open yet, they wouldn't expect anybody to be in there.
0: That answered my question of why the camera by it wasn't working. I almost wonder if they disconnected that camera on purpose just because, well, we're not going to be using this. Why the hell would we pay the electricity to run this thing when it's going to be somebody else's problem here pretty soon? So it might not have even been broken. It might have been purposely disconnected. But I found that very interesting that the freezer was actually being leased by another company and it wasn't the hotel that they technically owned the freezer, but they were leasing it to somebody else. So they weren't even using it. But on to the police's reaction to everything. Uh, first of all, with the surveillance footage.
2: Well, yeah, they couldn't tell if she was coming in or out. They, they weren't didn't looking try. Her enough.
0: They didn't try. That was the whole fucking problem. And that's what arises a lot of suspicion that the police department was involved. Because they didn't even try to look for her in those videos. And if they did, they were looking on the wrong day or something. Because... As soon as somebody went back there that felt bad for Kanika's mother, Teresa Martin, as soon as they went back there, the one guy went back there, within minutes he found Kanika. It wasn't like it took him forever. There was only a small window that he could see her coming into the building. And then soon after that is when she's stumbling around the fucking building, too. So there's not like a huge time frame here. Mm -hmm. It's one night. At the very most, it's like four hours. So
2: do we know if Kanika actually had a prescription for the Topamate? Or She did not.
0: So she was given that. Yes. Well, she was either given that or somebody had put it in something she was drinking. Oh, wow. So those are basically our two choices. Now, from the sounds of it, she wasn't a type of person that did drugs. So it's leaning more towards somebody put that in her drink. Jeez. Yeah, you know, it's it kind of goes both ways with them searching for Kanika saying to her mother, you know, uh, she's 19. We really can't do much stuff like that. But the thing is, is it wasn't just her mom saying, hey, she's missing. It was her friends that were just with her. Yeah. It wasn't like, well, oh, mean, she left the house earlier. I understand earlier. like now somebody needs to be
2: missing for like, what, 24 to 48 I th- hours. I think
0: it's 24 hours. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But at least in Minnesota, it's there, 24 there's hours. There's guidelines
2: they have to follow. So, I mean, that's understandable. And yeah, you just kind of wait it out. See if they just kind of come home on their own. But
0: Right. And that's all you can really do. But her friends' stories... Now, this is scandalous. This is some scandalous bullshit here. Uh, Her friends... One of them was uh, Motifa.
2: That's quite a name. I
0: think it's called... I think her name's Motifa or something like that. Somewhere around that. But she was supposedly one of Kanika's friends. There were supposed text messages and Snapchat chats. I could tell it was Snapchat because of the way texting on snapchat works you can look at it and know that it's snapchat because of just like the little bubbles that come up there was a conversation going back and forth with this motifa and this other person saying hey uh i'm gonna come through and i want to fuck her and like i'm gonna rape her and all this bullshit and do you want to make some money and uh, Motifa responding with, Yeah, I want to make some money. What do you want me to do? And, Oh, okay, sure. And, like, basically just selling her friend for $200.
2: Jeez, yeah, well, and that's usually how trafficking works, too, is yeah. they get these people to a party, they get them incredibly intoxicated, they take a shitload of pictures yep. as blackmail, mm-hmm. and they do horrible things, these people don't remember anything that happened the night before, Yep. and before they can run off to the police, they're gonna be like, oh, well, we're gonna send your family these pictures of you with 10 dicks in your mouth, and, you know, we're gonna well,
0: blackmail the shit out of you. Well, that, and I think, well, I'll give my opinion at the end, but there could be a lot of scenarios where they meant to take her with them and they accidentally killed her. Something like that, you know. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that could have happened, that's for sure. Her friends' stories kept on changing also, and that's why Teresa Martin has always thought there was something nefarious going on because her friends, Kanika's friends, changed their stories all the time. I don't know. It. It. They didn't seem that concerned with Kanika at all. If they were going to leave her in the lobby like that, by herself, close to Chicago, nothing against Chicago. I. Most of Chicago is actually a pretty nice fucking city, but there is a lot of bad shit going on over there. And.
2: Well, maybe they left yeah. her for the pickup for. Uh, yeah, exactly. One person. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It's just sickening, man. It's fucking sickening. But let's get on with some of the theories here. Some of the conspiracy theories that have to do with Mrs. Kanika Jenkins or Miss Kanika Jenkins. She was being raped while her friends were on Facebook Live. Although
2: they did the examination of her body. They never found any evidence of rape. Right,
0: right. We're just going over the theories that are pointed out online. Now, that one, like you said pretty much thrown out the window Mm -hmm. because there was nothing wrong with the vaginal area. According to the coroner, there was nothing wrong with anything. The Facebook live video, you can hear somebody saying, help me in the background. Now, just because she didn't have any injuries down there doesn't mean she not, she might have been sexually assaulted, but they could have not left any injuries. There could have been no penetration. There could have been like a lot of, other shit going on Mm -hmm. that is still fucking it'll fuck somebody up you know her friends setting her up that rolls into this one like i said there's only like three main theories but this one actually divided it up into like five but her friends setting her up it's the same thing as that a theory began circulating pointing to kanika's friends according to this narrative Her friends set her up to be raped for money. The incident turned fatal and she was murdered, then dumped in the freezer. While this would explain why her clothing appeared to be falling off her body, it was debunked by surveillance footage that showed Kanika walking alone. Skeptics bombarded her friends Irene and Monifa, that was what it is, Monifa, Monifa Shelton's social media pages, leading to Shelton posting an emotional message about their friendship. Can y'all please leave me alone, bro? We've been best friend since third grade. We did everything together, literally everything. We used to call ourselves the Nene Nene twins. Nene twins. We slept together, ate together, broke bread together. That was my ace. It hurting me. I have never thought I was doing this. We supposed to be taking trips. We had shit planned out. I'm so sorry, G. We sisters for life. Right after this happened, right after Kanika died, Monifa, there was a hoax about her death. That there was a suicide allegation that she had committed suicide. And... As far as I know, she's still alive. But there was a hoax that was put out there by some random website that didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Now, the third theory, was a cover-up. Teresa Martin believes that there was foul play involved in the death of her daughter. According to Martin, hotel employees wouldn't check security footage within the first hours Kanika was missing. And when they released the crime scene photos of Kanika's body... The positioning of her body and disheveled clothing raised what her mother said was more questions than answers. The horrific images show Kanika's shirt lifted up, her pants pulled down, and a shoe missing. She also had abrasions on her foot and one side of her body. Yeah, like we were talking about. Martin appeared on the Dr. Oz show where Oz attempted to explain why Kanika's clothing could have been affected by the hypothermia with a phenomenon known as paradoxical undressing like we were talking about. According to Oz, someone suffering fatal hypothermia may feel a rush of heat when they attempt to undress themselves. However, he stated, more than likely it is not what happened, but it's a possibility. There has been no resolve why her clothing appeared that way. And the case is closed, according to the Rosemont police. They said it was an accident and that she was she was a victim of hypothermia. Now, the third conspiracy theory is that somebody followed her into the freezer. Public demand for footage of Kanika Jenkins before her death reached a climax after Chicago activist Andrew Holmes held a press conference claiming he saw footage of Kanika physically walking into the freezer and not coming out. The important part of this, we always wondered and wanted to know, did anybody pull her down there? Did anybody force her down there? Was anybody on the other side in the room when she got down there? And the answer to that is no. Holmes says at the press conference, Detectives released the footage to the public afterwards, but it didn't show Kanika walking into the freezer like Holmes suggested. What the surveillance did show was Kanika drunkenly stumbling around the halls of the hotel. The video ends with the intoxicated teen walking into a deserted kitchen area, but not into the freezer, which added to the theories detectives were covering up a murder. And it's kind of hard not to believe that at that point. Mm -hmm. If there's a detective actually saying that they watched Kanika walk into the freezer and there's no footage of it. That
2: wasn't a detective. That was an activist.
0: Was it an activist? Yeah,
2: it was somebody that was trying to stand up for her.
0: her walking into the freezer, not coming out. So it wasn't an activist for Kanika. It was somebody that was defending the, it must have been the police department what they're saying right there is he's helping the police cover it up hmm. by saying that she went into the freezer and never came out. Okay. Yeah. No. the fifth and final conspiracy theory on this page. Which I think
2: we went through number three twice. So one of them should have been number four. <laughs> did we? Yes, we did. so go to there up. There's three. If you keep scrolling up. Ah,
0: shit. That's part of it though. I think, I think that's why there's two threes. I don't know. Fifth conspiracy theory, or number four, or 3.3, the footage was altered. (laughs) The footage was altered. It's been almost a year since Kanika Jenkins was murdered. Yes, murdered. Ignore that. That was last year. The footage was heavily edited, and her death was a cover-up. That poor girl deserves justice. That was actually somebody's uh, Twitter account.
2: What are we looking at?
0: Now, this right here is... Th- this is looking from the freezer, I do believe. If you're, like, stand, Because that's the camera to the freezer. Okay. Right there. And- that's the one that's not working.
2: Okay, and the thing on the right that's circled, is that the freezer or is that, like, a door?
0: I th- think that's the elevator. Okay. It looks like the elevator. But, yeah, uh, after police released footage of Kanika meandering through the hall skeptics weren't satisfied with the conclusion they believe the footage was edited to cover up her murder several videos popped up on youtube suggesting someone else can be seen following kanika before the angle switch some even suggested the red lines on the footage prove there's another person in the proximity which when we were watching it Remember the little red boxes that would show up? Yeah. Those were motion sensors. Yeah. So if a red box shows up, then that means there was motion somewhere. Mm -hmm. And what they're saying is that another red box showed up when Kanika was around, but there was nobody there to the naked eye. Okay. So they're saying that somebody was edited out. While the case has been closed and her death ruled an accident, the question, what happened to Kanika Jenkins, still remains. Rest in peace, Kanika. Yeah, it's it's really fucking sad, man. There's so much uncertainty with her death. And being the mother, again, I feel so fucking bad for Teresa. So, you know, like, I feel so fucking yeah. bad for her.
2: I've got quite an opinion going on here. Yeah? Yeah. We're
0: almost done here. We're almost done with the facts here. I got one more crazy conspiracy theory, or if you want to call it crazy, if you're part of one of the the fucking cabal of the lizard people.
2: So this is an off-the-wall conspiracy. We're (laughs) going to go organ harvesting, shall we? Yeah,
0: this one is pretty crazy. I... I had to include this one just because it was so out there. Crown Plaza organ trafficking. There's a bunch of theories. Do not take them literal unless you wish to and agree with my views of things. I mean, no harm to businesses the families talked about or anything related to these. Thank you. The guy writing this article is just trying to cover his ass right there. Which, I don't blame him. I mean, he is just throwing theories out there. That is what is fun about conspiracy theories, and I always say that. It can be anything. I was explaining that to Brendan and Maddie when we were doing the monster episode. And they were arguing, they were literally arguing over whether Bigfoot was an alien or an interdimensional being. Oh, my God. Maddie had my back saying it was an alien, and Brendan thought it was an interdimensional being. Brennan was like, no, 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 because he can make a portal. And then Maddie was just like, no, he's an alien, because all of a sudden he just flies away. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. So they had a, a, quite a quite a debate about uh, Bigfoot being either an alien. Bigfoot is a hot topic in our household.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty big favorite around the four Yeah,
0: ones. it is. But organ trafficking. On September 9th, 2019, Kanika Jenkins went missing. After being at a hotel party, we already went through that. She was found dead on September 10th. There is security footage of Jenkins stumbling through the halls and bumping into walls, clearly intoxicated. It was made clear she had some sense of what was happening, so she might not have been as drunk as we once thought. In the footage, it looks like someone is guiding her with their hand on her shoulder. Obviously, the person doing so could have easily edited themselves out. That would explain why the hotel took so long to find and give the footage to the police and parent of Kanika. More realistically, a voice could have been guiding her through the hotel corridors toward her death, but no audio footage Has been received. Kanika walked through the corridor and into the kitchen very clearly, which is strange. If she was highly intoxicated whilst walking through the corridors, it is almost like she had woken up for a moment or being calmed down. What he's saying in this paragraph here, because he can't fucking write, is that she is walking down the corridor and into the kitchen with like a purpose. It didn't look like she, she wanted was just a goddamn meandering.
2: sandwich. Damn it. <laughs> well,
0: now that that guy suggested that, thinking about the video, it is kind of strange that she went straight for the kitchen. She didn't like go around everywhere down there, she went directly for the kitchen and went directly back by the freezer.
2: Maybe she was hiding from someone.
0: Someone or something. Could be something. The first theory is she has been murdered. There's a huge rumor that the Crown Plaza Hotel is a place where organ harvesting takes place. So many people try to sell their organs on the black market to try and make money as you can sell them for however much you want. We have seen this in poorer countries like India and China and on the dark web. We're going to do an episode on dark web because that's fucked up.
2: I've never been on there.
0: Me neither, but I have seen a lot of YouTube videos and I have listened to a lot of podcasts on it and I've listened to audiobooks on it. I have read shit about it. It is fucked. You ever heard of Silk Road? Nope. Silk Road, you can get everything from cocaine to crack to weed to hitmen. You can get everything on there. Yeah, and the way the dark web works is that you're because you have an i p address, right? So when you log on to a computer or onto your phone and you're connected to the internet, there's an i p address. So it's like a fingerprint for your device.
2: Well, wouldn't you be able to go into incognito mode?
0: that no, that's not even close to they can still trace it if they want gotcha. to but you use Tor for the deep web and that's the onion router. Now the way it works is you can't use Google Chrome or Internet Explorer to get on the deep web. You have to use Tor. When you log on to Tor, what happens is it's a shared server with everybody that's using Tor. So it takes your IP address, sends it to somebody else, sends it to somebody else, sends it to somebody else, and then shoots out a new IP address. And it's, like, untraceable. Now, they can trace it, but it's very meticulous, and it takes a long time.
2: As enticing as you're making it sound, we're not telling our listeners to go onto the dark web and uh, the,
0: stupid shit. Yeah, the whole thing is a lot of people might get curious about it, but I'll assure you 90% of what's on the dark web you're not going to want to see.
2: Let's watch some beheadings today, No, it's more
0: like child porn. Oh, gross. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that's why I've never even tried to go on there. I've heard horror stories of people that I've known going on there and seeing some shit they did not want to see. Oh, God. And it's just, it's really fucked up, man. Like, you'll see murders, you'll see red rooms, which I don't know if you've heard of that. Which is basically, it's an open chat room where somebody's torturing somebody and everybody in the chat room is telling them what to do to that person. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's a whole podcast on that, too, that I want to do. It, it fucked. But a boy posted on one of her Instagram photos, we didn't mean to kill her. She had a heart attack whilst we were raping her. Which, that
2: was... Already proven that that wasn't actually
0: a thing. Yeah, they found out that that Instagram was fake. They also found out the one with Monifa, the one that had the suicide note or whatever on it, saying that she was going to kill herself, that one was fake too. Mm -hmm. So people were playing some cruel jokes. But the other theory this guy is saying, there isn't much credence to the organ harvesting theory. What they're saying is that down the street is a place where organ transplants happen a lot. It's a hospital where they do a lot of organ transplants. It's right down the street from this hotel. And somehow this hotel has gotten the reputation that they steal organs. Jesus. It's something that people have just kind of thought up. Okay, now this involves Selena Gomez. Here we go. When guests stay at the hotel, many of them complain about hearing strange noises whilst in their room people opening their door and just really disturbing mishaps. So this hotel could definitely be hiding something as big as this. The possibilities are endless for this case. Recently, Selena Gomez had a kidney transplant in Chicago where the Crown Plaza Hotel is based. Is that true?
2: Yeah, she did have a kidney transplant. She really? She freaking died, yeah. Oh,
0: my God. People think that she has bought an organ from the black market and covered it up with lies. Well, right,
2: because normal people sit on the waiting list for a lot longer, but because she's got all money shitloads of money, they were able to find her something right away. That's way.
0: so fucked up. That is so fucked up. So
2: little Timmy is over here dying, and she's just got too much money to just be like, next.
0: Right. Or she had somebody in her family do it. Cause that's a possibility too. Yeah. I mean I mean it can't go directly for that, but
2: Oh, somebody wants your attention.
0: Oh Cody, oh, the Cat. Oh my goodness. Alright, she has the perfect alibi. Her best friend and fellow actress, Francia Reza. Do you know who that is? Nope. Apparently donated her kidney to Gomez after they both posted a picture on their Instagram showcasing them in hospital beds, and stories about the organ donation. In Selena's recent music video for her song, Fetish, she, did she go whore? Yeah, uh, she, she's she been weird since Bieber. She, she went whore? She went weird. Okay, because fetish, that makes me think, she, it reminds me of when Christina Aguilera did Dirty. Oh, I was going to say feet pictures. It gon' get dirty. We're gonna get dirty. We're gonna get funny.
2: You're gonna end up paying royalties for using her beat.
0: <laughs> Redman's in that song too, so I got an excuse to sing it. Towards the end, she was walking into a giant freezer and stumbles around in there for a while, just like Kanika did before she froze to death. Oh, she did that in the video? I don't know we we'll gonna have to look that up. Whilst in the freezer in Gomez's video, right at the very end of the video, she stands in front of a wall where a pair of angel wings were painted onto it. Does this foreshadow what happened or is happening to people at Crown Plaza Hotel? Normally, I doubt it.
2: Normally, I don't believe in coincidences. That's just a huge fucking coincidence. Yeah.
0: But could this be a case of the black market organ trafficking? The donation of organs such as kidneys is very low and without any donations. People who are in need of them can't get them in time. So there's another way people get organs that they are in need of. It's called the black market where an illegal traffic or trade is made. Many things can be sold on the black market such as Human body parts, cosmetics, and plastic surgeries, and even exotic pets and animals, and also drugs. The, that's probably the number one thing that's sold on the black market. You gotta think about the black market is built on fucking drug dealing.
2: I feel like we spent an awful lot of time. Yeah, on that's really this. Stupid. Yeah,
0: it, this guy kind of goes on with the same shit. But there isn't really a huge connection with Crown Plaza and the Black Market. No. So it was kind of a fun conspiracy theory, so I had to go over it.
2: Yeah, I feel like we kind of killed, like, the dead horse is already dead.
0: We're going to give our opinions.
2: Oh, I got quite a few things to say.
0: It's time for our opinions. I'm like so, boiling over. We're going to start with TLL over here. I am
2: not TLL. Oh, my God.
0: Timeline lady. I told
2: him he needs a douche canoe shirt and it needs a canoe on it. I
0: already told her that True Crime Garage already has douche canoe shirts. And I will buy you one. Go ahead. I will I would gladly wear it. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: and I think it's like a douche carved into a canoe. Lord. I don't know if it is. I really hope it is. I'm going to look it up. Lord. Canoe. <sighs> Deuce Canoe. Deuce Canoe and Timeline Lady. Deuce Canoe and Timeline Lady. Woo, woo. All right, give your opinion.
2: Jesus fucking Christ. What do you
0: think happened to Miss Kanika Jenkins?
2: Okay, first off, I want to say whichever, I want them to figure out whichever one fucking gave her the um, Topiramax or Topiramate or whatever. The, uh, that person should be held accountable for her death. The I feel. brand
0: name is Topiramax and the actual name of the product is Topiramate.
2: Yeah, well, I feel like that person should be accountable for her death if that's not a prescription that she was prescribed by a doctor. They are 100% responsible for her being as fucked up as she was and being so inebriated that she wound up in this situation. I also feel like whatever friend was trying to uh, get her high or drunk and drunk and high to, yeah, have such, you know, like sex parties or make some money off of her cheap date of a friend right she should be held responsible she oh god yeah yes, she needs to be held responsible
0: well that would be conspiracy to commit murder
2: right right there so i mean obviously you're committing a crime there this poor girl had no idea what the fuck was happening for the most part although when she got down to the kitchen i'm still thinking that maybe she figured out that someone was supposed to be coming to pick her up and take her somewhere she didn't want to go and that's why she wound up down in the basement and maybe she was just trying mm. to hide from her friends because she didn't want to go with the person that was buying her for $200. And, you know, with her being as inebriated as she was, she got stuck in there. She didn't understand that you just push the button. Maybe she's never been in one of those freezers right. before. so. I feel like, yeah, she froze to death. That wasn't foul play, but the foul play was definitely the drugs in her system that shouldn't have been there.
0: Also, I was going to tell you, keep in mind of that one YouTube video that we watched of the elevators.
2: Well, yeah, they were going Remember up and that? down all over the place. Like Yeah, pop people we, didn't,
0: popping out. we didn't really talk about that, how there was just random people popping out of that middle elevator. There was one it guy. There was one
2: guy in particular, and he like walked out and yeah. walked back in at least six or seven different times like yeah.
0: he was lost. And the security guy holding onto like pillows and sheets.
2: And he didn't even notice this guy had gotten off the elevator yeah. there at least five or six times. Like he didn't even give a shit.
0: Yeah, the security really sucked at this place. Right, there was that's a security sure. guard
2: on that floor. You could see him pushing around a cart with pillows, and I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but I don't know. It just
0: it struck me as weird that the security guard was giving out pillows and sheets.
2: Yeah, that is weird to like,
0: me. Like, that's not his job. The The job that he has is protecting the hotel well, and, and the people And it was blatant that, that he
2: was a security guard because it said security across the back of his shirt.
0: Yep. Yep, and he, it was black and white, and it was that total, like, cliche well, security guard. And if they actually garb. had any
2: authority, they probably would have tried to shut down whatever party was on the ninth floor to begin with. Because yeah. Because I'm sure that was loud enough to, you know, wake up people around them. And oh, the them police
0: off. were trying to, like, like reel in everybody that was at that party. Did we
2: ever touch base about, like, the the hotel room being booked on a fraudulent credit card?
0: I don't think we talked about it, but yeah, I forgot about that.
2: Yeah, so we don't even know who actually reserved the room nope. because that credit card wasn't, in, you know, in that person's name. or Yeah. So there is a lot of shady shit happening there, and I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, like sex trafficking was part of it. You know, mm-hmm. like, hey, we found an easy victim, you know, let's make some money. Right. How do you feel? Like- what
0: What is your opinion, though?
2: I think it was a murder. I feel like the person that had drugged her should be held accountable.
0: So you think that someone at the party did it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah?
0: They knew what they were doing. Do you think her friends were involved? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah? What about you? Hmm. This one I'm really... Because you know how I am with trying to find the most logical way and everything like that. I'm really torn on this one. It's kind of, I'm kind of split, but if I had to go with one thing, I would have to say, I think she was drugged, something was put in her drink, she was somehow lured downstairs into the freezer. I think she was lured down there and once she got into the freezer, either somebody held the door closed or they had to have held the door closed because they couldn't bet on her not being able to get out. I don't think they would have bet on that. The fact that the freezer wasn't even supposed to be on.
2: Yeah, that's kind of fishy
0: and it wasn't supposed to be in use whatsoever there was nothing in there there was nothing to keep frozen it was just a waste of electricity maybe to that have was it on. the pickup
2: point maybe that's where that person was supposed to come pick her up
0: yeah that's what i'm saying is like somehow she got lured down there they put her in there they were supposed to come pick her up or something like that i think the injuries on her body were self inflicted on accident. Mm-hmm. I don't think like they're down from the stairs. Yeah, or I don't think they're from anybody else. It just seems too deliberate with her walking down the stairs and walking straight to the kitchen. She isn't walking, wandering around. When she gets downstairs and you see her on the footage, she goes directly across here, and then there's that one camera that sees her walking like this, and then she walks this way towards the kitchen. Well, and before she and was then using the other camera, walls
2: to hold herself up.
0: Yeah, and then when she was down there, she didn't have to use walls to hold her up. And she was walking perfectly fine into the kitchen, and then when she got in the kitchen, she was still a little swervy and shit, but she walked directly towards where the freezer was. She didn't, like, wander around the kitchen. A drunk person's going to go and try and get into everything. They're like a fucking toddler. So they're going to fucking try and fuck with Well, how everything. do we know that
2: she wasn't hallucinating with the mix of drugs and alcohol?
0: That's that's true. She could have been.
2: She could have been following Barney, for fuck's sake. Yeah, we wouldn't have known.
0: Yeah, who knows? It could be something fucking paranormal. Who fucking knows? But, I mean, judging by the reputation of the hotel there isn't anything that says that it was paranormal i think it had something to do with sex trafficking they lured her downstairs somehow maybe they lured her down there saying hey uh you meet me downstairs maybe maybe she was gonna have sex with somebody and they were like hey just meet me downstairs in the kitchen that's what they did could have been something like that or it could have been something like i don't know who knows what it could have been? Could have been going down there, smoke a bowl. Who fucking knows? Then she met that person down there, and unfortunately, she was forced into the freezer. I think the intent was to keep her alive, and she died accidentally. She was going to get sold into trafficking, basically. So mm-hmm. That's my story. Once again, if you don't agree with me, don't care. <laughs> Just kidding, I do care. It hit us up the conspiracy asylum at gmail You got anything else on?
2: No, I, th- I would really Kanika? love to hear like our listener feedback on this story Yeah. because there is so many different things, so many different possibilities. I'd love to hear what you guys think about this. And I
0: think we covered it pretty well. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, uh, Kathy Van was really looking for somebody to cover it with some type of empathy, and mm-hmm. I think we did pretty good. Yeah. Once again, rest in peace to Kanika, and, I mean, my condolences to Miss Teresa Martin. I Miss also Teresa wanna Martin.
2: Do, I just want to do, like, a side note here, unrelated. Um, it's actually the one-year anniversary of my friend Kanesha. Yeah. That actually just passed away from suicide, mm-hmm. and it was, it was a drug overdose, and... um so that was one year ago today, and she's forever mm-hmm. in my memory. And just reading about Kanika just remind me of Kanesha, and it's just yeah. really ironic that it's been one year exactly to the date that we did this.
0: Right. I think she'd be proud of what we're doing right now.
2: Probably. She liked podcasts.
0: Well, not only that, is every week we give out the Suicide Lifeline number yeah. and everything, too. And it seems like she was having a, a terrible time. Which sucks. I hate hearing stories like that. I I can't put myself in that frame of mind. That is so fucked. You know, Mm -hmm. well, rest in peace. Yeah. She seemed like she had a lot of friends and stuff. So, and you guys really cared about her. We did. But once again, related to that story right there, if you do need help, please get help. There's somebody that loves you out there. There's somebody that needs you in their life. That's for sure. So before you think about doing anything silly, doing anything crazy, go ahead and hit up the Suicide Lifeline, which is 1-800-273-8255, 1-800-273-8255. Also, you can go to com and you can click the link that says Suicide Lifeline, and that'll take you right to the page where you can chat live with a person. You can find doctors or treatment or anything else. Even if you're not feeling suicidal, go ahead and check out the page just in case you're feeling close to that one day or you're feeling like that one day and you know where to go, at least. You know at least one place you can always go.
2: And I want you guys to remember that you are enough for someone. You are even enough for yourself. You don't need to be anybody that you're not. You are enough.
0: Right. I completely agree with that. Everybody has their talents. No matter how little you think yours is, somebody always makes a positive impact somehow on somebody else's life. Always. So always keep that in mind. I was watching that video where they, uh, the tour guide, this adventures something adventure zone or something that takes people on rides to area 51. They go right up to the gates. Apparently he was distracted by the people in the car. So he drove right past the sign that says, you know, you will be shot on site and all this bullshit. Yeah. Which it doesn't say you'll be shot on site anymore. They took that down because there was a lot of humanitarian bullshit going on over there. But they ended up getting pulled over by the camo guys, the camo dudes, if you know who those are. They're soldiers, and they're always in a white pickup or a white SUV. They pulled them over, gave all of them tickets for trespassing.
2: Because of one idiot.
0: Because of the tour guide bringing all of them back there. So even the people that were on the tour each got a trespassing ticket.
2: Oh, my God. But
0: apparently the Adventures place paid for their tickets because it's that's bullshit.
2: Right. That, they couldn't help that that's where that idiot drove. Holy well, shit. Well,
0: nobody saw the sign, yeah. You got anything else, baby?
2: No, I think we're pretty well covered here.
0: Yeah, just remember to go to theconspiracyasylum.com go click around if you want patreon bonus content we got two bonus episodes every month if you want to participate for one dollar ten dollars we also got the etsy store but if you don't buy anything or get anything it's all good we still love you here and we just want you to listen we want you guys to have a good time know that we love you your padded cell is now open you may leave say bye babe Bye guys. Bye co-conspirators. Bye.